Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the topics of security, technology, society, and human meaning. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that curates tens of hours of reading into a concise 15-minute summary, as well as regular episodes featuring essays, interviews, and book reviews on these same topics. The goal is to provide a weekly, concise, and curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. In this standalone episode, I'm reading my essay titled, Why I'm Not Worried About Elon Musk Buying Twitter. I'm evidently in the minority, but my first reaction to Elon Musk buying Twitter was a positive one. And I think I know why there's a disconnect between me and many of my tech peers on Twitter. I think it comes down to the fact that I actually watch a lot of what Elon actually says. And my feeling is that many on Twitter are reacting to what they think he says. I could be wrong about that because I don't know what everyone is watching, but I don't think I am. At least in my own anecdotal experience, I don't find much overlap between people who actually follow him and mostly like Elon and people who think he's a horrible menace to society that shouldn't be allowed anywhere near Twitter. There's very little overlap. I know tons of people who hate him, but they tend not to watch his talks or his interviews. They have formed their opinions based, in my view, on other people's opinions. Conversely, I know tons of people who follow his interviews and his talks, and I don't know any of them who think he's a menace to society. That said, I do think he is a bit loose sometimes, and a bit eccentric, and a bit irresponsible, and, yeah, a bit petty. And those can combine into something downright undesirable at times. I've seen it happen. Agreed. But let me tell you why I don't immediately cringe when I hear he's buying Twitter. Here's a quote from his interview at TED on April 14th of 2022. I just think it's important to the function of democracy. It's important to the function of the United States as a free country and to help freedom in the world more broadly than the U.S. I think civilizational risk is reduced the more we can increase the trust of Twitter as a public platform. He goes on to say, I could technically afford it. So he was just asked, you know, why are you trying to buy Twitter? You know, do you want to bring on other shareholders? And he says, I could technically afford it. And he makes a joke or whatever. And then he sort of stumbles around in a very endearing way. And he says, this is not some sort of way to make money. My intuitive sense is that having a public platform that is maximally trusted and broadly inclusive is extremely important to human civilization. And I don't care about the economics at all. Now, You hear something like that, and you might be inclined to call bullshit. It's a fair response in most cases, but Elon Musk is not most cases. He doesn't collect material things. He doesn't own yachts. He doesn't own large houses. He stays with family and friends when he travels. He single-handedly moved the automotive industry to electric vehicles. And he also single-handedly reinvented space travel. So when you take all those together and you hear the same man say that he's not doing this for money, but because he thinks it's important for society, I think we should believe him. That doesn't mean he doesn't need to work on his stuff, right? He should definitely be more cautious with how he critiques people and things and makes random comments. But when you have someone contributing so significantly to human civilization, we should expect some eccentricity. 
And that doesn't mean he gets a pass. He does not get a pass. I'm saying we should expect some kind of strange behavior from someone who is this crazy and this awesome. Remember, awe also includes fear, right? So he is an awesome individual being able to do all these things. And oftentimes when you have eccentricity coming off somebody of this type, it's the desire to hoard wealth and power and a military for the purposes of world domination. And I will happily take cannabis jokes and a publicly adversarial relationship with the SEC over those. This guy is a humanitarian nerd who's literally trying to help our species the best way that he can. That is my read of the situation, for now anyway. And future behavior could easily convince me that he's doing more harm than good. But for now, on this ledger of human benefit versus harm, I think he's squarely in the green. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie, with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmeisler.com newsletter. We'll see you next time.